0: Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Star. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show sure with no mercy cutting, no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport, and I'll even wish you good luck. Good man. evening. I am Wags here with Lombardi's Legend Podcast. And joining me is Dane. Uh, we are live here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for our full reaction after the Packers shut out. The Seattle Seahawks 17 to nothing tonight to improve to eight and two and now sit atop the NFC. Dane, how are you feeling tonight after this one?
1: I feel great. I mean, shutting out teams in the NFL is not easy to do, especially these days with all the rules skewed towards the offense. Shutting out Russell Wilson is one of my favorite things on the planet. <laughs> so, um, to, to go out and uh, and put up a you know a, a big goose egg for them. It is really great to see. This Packers defense continues to play at an incredibly high level. Something we talked about in this preview heading into this game was, can they continue to build off of what they did the week prior um against Kansas City? And they sure as heck did so. Wags, in the last two weeks, they've allowed 13 points against the Chiefs and the Seahawks. That is not easy to do. So how about it? I mean, are, are, am, am I crazy to be as optimistic as I am? I mean, they're playing incredible ball right now.
0: Not crazy at all, and it it sounds even more impressive when you say they gave up 13 points total to Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson in the incredible. last two weeks. I mean, the teams we know, but when you think about that, it doesn't get uh, any more impressive than that. And they did darn good against Kyler uh, um uh, Murray the week before that as well. So this Packer defense was looking pretty good uh, for the first uh, portion mm-hmm. of the season. We thought, well, we'll see once we uh, actually play some top uh, flight quarterbacks because we didn't face, you know, a murderer's row uh, right. during that stretch, but <laughs> they've, they've stepped up and played even better. So how can you not be impressed with that? I know there's going to be a lot of folks, uh, and, and we can, why don't we talk about this, sure. um, off the top, not to, to look at the downside, uh, but, uh, it's hard not to think about some of the additional injuries that, uh, may have, cost us in this one. So um, we know Aaron Jones went down with a knee and the Packers uh, reportedly do believe that's an MCL sprain, uh, but they're going to have to undergo further testing to know for sure the uh, degree and uh, if that, and confirm if that is indeed the injury. Um, so, uh, you know, those can be, you know, short term, depending on how bad it is to, you know, uh, uh six to eight week injury i mean mm-hmm. uh so that could be a pretty significant injury um a uh, whitney merciless with the biceps that's gonna make me hold my breath because anytime you have that type of uh injury a bicep or anything with the muscle in the arm mm-hmm. um sometimes those can be even i don't want to say season ending but um so we'll have to see with that one and then um obviously Rashawn gary as well with an arm injury uh, the one good thing dane i don't know if you noticed is uh, after he came out of the medical tent even though he didn't come back in the game uh Rashawn seemed to have a spring in his step was fist pumping mm-hmm. some of his teammates uh, as he walked to the locker room so um if body language is any indication perhaps he got some good news and didn't get the worst news in mm-hmm. that medical tent uh so uh, again, we don't know anything yet for sure. Um, obviously that could still be a, a, a injury that could keep him out for some time. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Dane, I don't know, you know, what else we can say about it though, because, um, the Packers just keep rolling on. Uh, the one difference between the Packers and other teams is, we're not unique in suffering injuries. This is happening to all teams across the NFL. It seems like we've gotten injuries to more key players than maybe yes, some other yes. teams. What's unique about the Packers is we just keep winning football games. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so that's the most important thing right now is that, uh, we sit here at eight and two on the top of the NFC.
1: It's, it's so, it's, it's so true, Wags. It's so true that you say that. I, I'll add as well, it looks like, uh, you know, and this this wouldn't be unique to for an MCL injury. Um, Aaron Jones did walk off the field uh, on under his own power with the rest of the team. Um, that's encouraging to see. You know, even if this ends up being something that's a little bit more severe for an MCL injury, generally speaking, that's not something that saps guys, you know, of their ability long term. And at this point, I mean, that's what you hope for, right? Especially for a running back. Um, really what it is, um, folks that aren't aware of it, MCL is your side to side, your lateral movement. Um, so he'll be able to walk fine, um, you know, more or less, but it's that side to side. I think that they'll probably do some tests once the swelling goes down. I'm guessing it won't be tomorrow. I'm guessing it'll be Tuesday. We'll hold our breath. We'll hope for the best. And the good news is if it's a sprain and it's not a complete tear, um, you know, uh, it's going to be a uh, a lesser uh, injury so we'll just see what happens there but i i didn't see the Rashawn Gary news and that's something i'm really keeping an eye on because he's he's become the packers premier pass rusher and you need to have good pass rushers he's a big part of why this defense has been so good wag so i'm just going to keep an eye on that um but but overall wag's You know, getting away maybe from the injuries here and just talking directly about what happened in this Seattle game. uh, How did they keep Russell Wilson to, to a big goose egg? And I mean, it's not just Wilson. It's Tyler Lockett. It's DK Metcalf. I mean, they've got studs on this offense. It's not just Russell Wilson and a bunch of nobodies. They have two great wide receivers. And I, and I mean that they're both of those guys have played at an incredibly high level in this league. So how, how do the Packers do that today?
0: Um, they were just draping them in coverage. I mean, uh, really, you can sit here and talk about, oh, Russell Wilson's coming off his injury. Uh, maybe he didn't look quite as sharp as he normally does. I mean, he looked fine. He was throwing the ball all over the field. Um, was his accuracy there? Maybe, maybe not. But again, he looked fine. Uh, I'll tell you what, Dane, uh, there was some pretty good throws, uh, that I thought Wilson made and, uh, our DBs were running them down and making deflections and, uh, they just weren't getting open. Uh, and we were winning those one-on-ones. And so I, I, to me, it would be a tremendous disservice if, um, if, if the narrative coming out of this one is Russell was, was rusty. He wasn't in sync with his receivers. It, it, it I didn't think that was an issue. And I, I, I think that's, you know, sometimes an easy route to go. I just, I, you know what? This this secondary group in particular just played a tremendous football game. Uh, to a man, every single one of them. Now, I know that they got, you know, like Shannon Sullivan got ding for a past interference penalty. Fine, but uh, I, you know, outside of that, there's really, literally, almost nothing you can complain about as far as mm-hmm. uh, how this secondary played that football game. And you said it, those are two all pro level wide receivers on the other side of the ball. That's not just you know every week you're going against two quality receivers in the in this league I but that's another level like Seattle legitimately, that combination that's there's not a lot of teams in this league that have a better one two than uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and uh, sure. this Packer's defense. Man, that secondary is for real. This defense is for real. And um, you know, we keep losing guys, but we that they, we just keep stepping up uh and uh making plays and uh first shutout of Russell Wilson's career. And um that's that's stunning. That's a stunning accomplishment, folks. I mean, think about it. The Packers, this is it's almost hard to get used to. It's just sort of jarring, isn't it, Dane? Mm-hmm. That um we could have been sitting here thinking, oh, the offense wasn't very good. And we'll talk about the offense in a little bit. Um, they, they closed well, but this was just a quality win. Like you can win 35 to 30 and you can be like, Oh, that's great. The Packers look awesome. Or you right. can win 17 nothing. I would take the 17 nothing every day of the week. So the fact that the defense is playing at this level, this is going to be something that, you know, you can carry with you. Uh, for the second half of this season and into the playoffs, uh, because uh, this is the weather now. And, uh, so that's going to be uh, a factor now, uh, especially mm-hmm. in Lambeau. So, um, you know, the more wins we can get, uh, with this defense and, and that's going to be something that's going to start, uh, things are starting to settle in here. We've got, it's crazy to think though, Dane, isn't it? That we've only got, uh, seven more games to go. It's unreal. So, um, So let me ask you this. Um, you know, just looking at uh, this defense, one thing I would say, are you surprised that Seattle didn't try to run the ball more? Mm-hmm. As we used to hear him we talk about us wanting to run the ball more, but it seemed like they didn't even really try to run um, uh, for the most part. I was pretty surprised that, by that because the Packers won time of possession in this one, almost two to one, I think the Packers had the ball for almost 40 minutes in this game. And Seattle, you know, they had a lot of possessions where they were throwing the ball, throwing the ball, maybe ran once or twice, uh, and uh, the Packers just forced them off the field. Uh, so I was a little bit surprised by that. So I don't know if you were surprised, um, but in any event, it seemed like the Packers had their number because of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, Wags, I was happily surprised by it because it made them one-dimensional. Um, so yeah, I, I was but certainly surprised I think that um, I, I would have expected them to maybe stick to that script a little bit more. Um, but they didn't and the Packers took what the Seattle gave them and it, I thought it really did allow for the Packers. Uh, pass rushers to pin their ears back. Uh, the defensive line I thought played really good football again today. Got a lot of pressure. They, you know, I wouldn't say they didn't have a bunch of standout sacks, but they got a lot of I thought really good pressures. And then just I, I mean, Razul Douglas has been playing at such a high level for a guy who's only been in Green Bay for like five weeks. I I I think it's actually pretty incredible what he's been able to do. He was in really good position. I thought again today on that kind of like uh, end around that that Seattle did and just overall played really good defense and I got to give a shout out to Kevin Kingwags he's our factor on the defensive side he ended up getting that pick um, it was close Kevin it was close but he, he ended up getting that interception and I thought overall played good football otherwise too uh, there was a play earlier in the game where he was pretty fundamental broke down um and, and you know uh, um, uh, to a uh, uh, receiver kind of more in the open field and forcing the sidelines so I thought he played a really good football game as well so just uh, across the board it's going to be hard for us to pick our big chiefs player of the game on the defensive side because I thought team defense was really really strong today and I would just give it to the entire defensive back group if I, if I could they just played that well.
0: Well, maybe who we will? I don't know yet. <laughs> I will, we'll, we'll, settle in on it. But yeah. And I think speaking of that interception, it's, uh, I, I think a lot of people don't realize that the rules for a catch in the end zone are different, but it's not just for the offense. It's for the defense too. It's, you know, you, so you don't have to like go down to the ground with the catch. That mm-hmm. said, uh, if Kevin King gets some extra to work with the jugs machine uh, the next couple of weeks, I, I wouldn't lose any sleep over that. Uh, that's for sure. Um, You've got to grip that ball, Kevin. <laughs> um, but even the receivers in this one, uh, that is uh, something else that I thought you're going to love this day. And I, I really thought the elements kind of played a little mm. bit into this one yeah. because it wasn't bitter cold, but it was snowing. It was the first cold weather game for either of these teams this season. Um, and there was, that ball was slick. You could tell that was a slicker ball than what we've had to this point in the season. And there were some, some drops uh, from both sides. Um, Aaron Jones uh, had a couple of drops. Both passes were one was high and one was behind him, but those are catches he normally makes, you know, 98 out of hundred times. And he sure. dropped both of those. And by the way, he might have scored a touchdown on both of those too. There was so much open field in front of him. Um, so, and, and the Seattle, uh, I know Metcalf had a dropper to you as well. Um, so taking nothing away from the defensive performance for the Packers, uh, but, um, you know, I think that helps defense actually. And that's just part of playing football at this time of the season is, you know, it, it makes it harder. For the offensive teams to execute and to, to make those catches and, and to, uh, make the plays that they normally do. Um, so Day and I, I, that's a topic I know you love to talk about, particularly when we have our Packer guests come on mm-hmm. and we say, how does that cold weather affect yeah. you? Like, um, today I, I, really felt like that was a factor, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, I, I think you're, you're spot on. On that front and then it's just who handles the elements better sometimes and i'm glad the packers are getting a nice early dose pre-thanksgiving dose of this because i'm hopeful we're playing deep into january early february at lambeau field with these elements that's the hope so um i i i, I think you're right there i also think that um the field can get a little slick at times and the packers historically. Are a little better than the opposing team, I think, at uh, being able to keep their feet. That's not always the case. We saw AJ Dillon slip today. Um, maybe another slip or two out there, but overall thought the uh, equipment team did a good job out there too. Those guys were able to keep their feet under them. But, um, yeah, I mean, what, what more can we say? I think the Packers handled the adversity that was the weather just that much better. And, um, you know, it, it showed, right? It definitely showed. I thought that the Packers just, they played with more intensity throughout the game today. Um, the defense played, the defense is just, de- really good defense's legs, I think, feed off of good wins. And this is a defense or good losses, like maybe like Kansas City was, uh, dare I say. Um, but they just are feeding off each other right now. And you can tell there's a lot of trust on that side of the ball. I think these guys trust that um, the, the, that the guys next to them are going to uh, be in the right position and make a play on the ball, make a play, um, you know, make a good read, um, get rush on the pass, or basically just do their jobs. And I just can't tell you how excited I am uh, to be sitting here talking about how great the Packers' defense is. It's something that we haven't always been able to do, uh, but this year they've just been phenomenal.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I'm just looking here. They did get a little bit of an update. On Rashawn Gary, it's an yeah. elbow injury by all indications, okay. but, uh, still no word, um, you know, the significance or severity of it. So, um, yeah. So I guess we're just gonna, it's gonna be a wait and see, hold our breath and, and just hope for the best on, on those injuries. Um, all three of them, uh, none of them were, were the types that you're thinking is gonna be no big deal, unfortunately. Right. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah, Dane, I think that there's not a whole lot else to say. Um, no, I mean, not when Seattle back. doesn't do anything all day. The
1: Packers smother them, right? It's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, just kind of looking around the league, too. Um, again, we said it at the top, but Cardinals got blown out today uh, by Carolina. Um, you know, Thursday night the Ravens lost to the Dolphins. I mean, um, there's just some some crazy results when you look around the league. And I mean,
1: the Buccaneers lost to Washington. The Buccaneers today lost legs. to Washington. I mean, it's yeah, wild it's stuff. just
0: so. In any event, um, just get wins. And uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about the offense. But before we do, let's take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is uh, the official sports betting bank partner of the NFL. Um so Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh DraftKings uh just like all of us uh wants to be thankful for family food and free bets. Uh so they have a new offer uh heading into Thanksgiving uh that you don't want to miss bet one dollar on any Thanksgiving NFL game and one hundred and win one hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point. That's an offer for a new DraftKings uh, uh members so go ahead and sign up for that today with our monster code tppm uh dane you weekly update um your wife andrea has been doing the uh, daily fantasy on DraftKings. how did
1: her week go this week did uh, well, any of
0: her picks go well
1: well so i'm sitting on the couch today with her of course watching the football game her the usual and um you know Fourth quarter, you know, nothing's really getting going for the Packer offense. Then all of a sudden, uh, A.J. Dillon, um, you know, gets in that end zone. And she kind of giggles. And I'm like, "What? what's the deal here? Like, yeah, we're stoked, of course, Packers, right? And she's like, kind of whispers, I had the quad father. And then dude gets in again. So I, I think that, uh, she picked the right Packer, uh, uh, yet again this week. AJ Dillon, um, you know, obviously had a monster game and it's all, I mean, thank you, DraftKings sportsbook, right? Uh, she put in that promo code TPPN, uh, like something she never had this app until this promotional code came by and, uh, she's, she's had better weeks. Um, You know, more good weeks than bad weeks, we'll put it that way. So another, it's looking promising so far. I think she's uh, waiting on the Sunday night game at this point.
0: All right, so there you have it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook. an Official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 so, Dane, I'm going to turn it over to you for a moment. Um, offensively, it didn't look great. Uh, I, let's just put it that way yeah. for a lot of this game. Uh, what, what do you think was, was the main uh, cause of that? I mean, we'll talk about the success we had in the fourth quarter in a minute, but Mm -hmm. any concern or what do you think was the the biggest issue? uh, They just,
1: they looked out of sorts, didn't they? I mean, I thought they just looked a little bit out of sorts offensively. Um, Didn't really seem to have an identity today on the offensive side of the ball, at least until the fourth quarter. Um, I thought Rogers didn't really make, he was uncharacteristic. I thought in some of his decision-making, obviously that, that interception in the end zone being the one that is probably the most jarring because I mean, Wait, I can count on my one hand in his career, those kinds of decisions. So I was a little surprised by that because that's just not how he falls, right? Um, but, you know, they tried to get, I thought, Adams going as much as they could. I thought Rodgers was just a little off today. Not necessarily a huge surprise after not being able to practice for the entire week. Kind of thought that maybe the um, timing would be, uh, a little off there. Couple drops. Rogers put one on, on a dime to Lazard that he wasn't able to squeeze one of those. You mentioned that Aaron Jones had a couple drops there as well. Um, so, you know, just overall didn't seem to be totally in sorts today. DeGuara got chewed out by Rogers there early. I think that was still in the first half. Um, so, you know, they just weren't clicking on all cylinders. I thought Royce Newman, uh, at guard, had another pretty tough day, to be totally candid with you. Uh, not uh, incredibly helpful there. So, um, you know, I think better days are ahead. I really do. MVS, it was nice to see him get that nice catch early, but then um, didn't really make much of an impact later in the game. So it just, you know, it's it's, it's one of those days where um, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more offensive production. It didn't happen. But also, I can kind of point to why. Uh, especially with kind of the Roger situation. They did enough to get it done. It was nice to see them put it together in the fourth quarter. I would like to see them run the ball a little bit more consistently. Um, I think AJ Dillon's the kind of guy that if you feed him, he's going to continue to play and he might get better as the game wears on. He just has the feel of that kind of guy. And I would like to, um, I would like to put that uh, hypothesis to the test one of these weeks, Wags. But, uh, until then, uh, I'll just keep beating the drum. I'd like to run the ball just a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I think one thing that I was surprised about is the amount they were throwing the ball in the first yeah. half. I mean, say what you will. I, I, Rogers, it wasn't his sharpest game. I didn't think he was terrible. Aside that, you're right though, that interception was puzzling because it's not yeah. the fact that he threw the interception. It was the decision. That's a, that's a throw you just don't normally see him make. It reminded me a little bit of the interception that he threw in. Late in the third quarter, I believe in week one against the Saints That's when they are right. down in the red zone. And it's I almost like, yeah. it's almost like it was a frustration thing. Um, but Rogers just, he, I mean, he just doesn't do those types of things normally. So it's just surprising to me too, that we've seen a couple of those throws, uh, this season. And it's, I, you have to think that he was just like, we need to get in the end zone. But, uh, you're right. Normally he just throws that ball away. Uh, and we just uh, get out of that possession, put some points on the board. As frustrating as that would have been to have to do kick a field goal again there, um, that's what you have to do in, in that situation. So, um but 23 pass attempts in the first half uh, against just 11 total carries combined for Dylan and Aaron Jones. That's what we were talking a little bit about at halftime. Um, and coming into the game in our preview, we thought that regardless of whether it was Rogers or Love this week. We would be running the ball a, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I was really surprised uh, that the Packers came out throwing as much as they did in the first half. Um, they, they had completions, but weren't necessarily in sick. That was the, you're, you're totally right. I think that's the best way to look at it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it, it didn't seem to set the tone, uh, when we are running the ball. Uh, the other issue is we still seem to be struggling. Once we get down into that 25, 30-yard line of the uh, opposition, not even quite in the red zone, but uh, those are some situations I would like us to see us run the ball. It seems like there's some predictability there. It almost always seems to be play action this year, and I'm wondering at this point if opposing defenses haven't picked up on that as well, uh, because it doesn't seem like it's their plays um, now I don't, haven't gone back and actually run the numbers on this, but it doesn't seem like their first down plays once they get, uh, into or approaching the red zone, uh, in that territory have been all that effective. Um, so I, I think that's, that's an area I'd like to see us improve on because when we have those incompletions right there, that really, the field is already condensed and now we've got second and ten and that really puts a lot of pressure. On us, and, and again, we were two for five in the red zone today. Uh, just great. not as efficient as we've been. Uh, last season, it was historical level. So I, I don't really right. expect us to be quite at that level uh, every season. But uh, that's been something we've been struggling with this year. So that's where I'd like us to really focus on running the ball more. But guess what? We did that in the second half, even with Aaron Jones getting hurt. He had a couple of big catches on the second series of the, uh, second half.
1: Um, uh, before did that. You, Rodgers- were you surprised? They called, I think the exact same play twice on that drive. It yeah. It like yeah. To me. <laughs> um,
0: unfortunately, that was the, the series that ended with the interception by Rodgers. Um, and, um, and Jones had that. It was again a tough catch. Probably would have scored, I think, uh, if he would have been able to come down with that catch along the sideline. Uh, but um, but in any event, they got him the ball. And A.J. And, uh, Dillon, um, obviously a big part of the reason is Jones got hurt. But 14 carries in the second half, that was a winning formula in this mm-hmm. game uh, because guess what? We were effective running the ball when we leaned on running the football. Um, so I was really pleased that we were able to get that going. That helped in our short yardage and our goal line situation. Uh, in the first half, Dylan gets stuffed on third and one and third and two a couple of times. And in the second half, we've got the ground game going. Guys are leaning downhill. Maybe the, that affects the Seattle defense a little bit. And then we get down by the goal line. It's third and four and they hand the ball off yeah. and Dylan gets in and punches it in. That's that's the type of execution, and that's why running football is so important.
1: Wags, can we talk for a second about that A.J. Dillon catch and run in the fourth quarter? That was incredible. I mean, that's real deal stuff. You see the sideline react on that, too? Yeah, they went nuts. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, if it, like I, I've got to go back and watch that. I only saw it live. I haven't had a chance to watch it again. But he looks, I mean, he just looks like the part. Does he not, Wags? He looks like the part of a stud NFL back. He's big. He's physical. He's got way softer hands than people, I think, outside of Green Bay give him credit for. Um, he just looks like he can be a complete guy for this offense.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, Matt Goplin, what's up, Goppy? What's up? There's some cold weather there. Those uh, Dylan hits are going to be brutal. Totally agree. I don't think that's the other th- thing here. I don't think any defensive players for the other team are excited about seeing AJ Dillon run the ball 20, 25 times. No. Um, and th- that's the hard thing we talked about coming into this game is we want to give Aaron Jones his full complement of touches. We want him to actually get more than what he had been getting. And uh, now with the injury, that's, you know, we'll have to see. Um But, we also feel A.J. Dillon should be getting more carried the way he's been playing. Um, and it's it's a good problem to have. But getting that balance is something that we have struggled with a little bit. Um So, uh, you know, the one silver lining, I think, and hopefully Aaron Jones is only out a couple of weeks. But the one silver lining is, is I think that, you know, it'll be interesting to see A.J. Dillon can have a chance to be a workhorse. Um, for as long as, as Aaron Jones is out for and I think that you know maybe that's something that could actually get that balance that we've been looking for between mm. the run and the pass game going and we don't have to worry about you know who's who's getting the ball running versus passing but also running the ball it's just a guy Um and uh, we saw uh, Patrick Taylor come in and get some carries as well in the second half. So if he can come in and just compliment AJ Dillon and maybe he just gets a few carries a game, but AJ's a workhorse, um, I think this Packer offense could, could come right along. Um, and hopefully Aaron can, uh, Jones can get healthy and, and is back sooner than later.
1: And I, and you mentioned Patrick Taylor. We want to give him a shout out at some point in this podcast. Now seems natural time to do it. How exciting for this guy injured most of like all of last season after college. You know, he came on our podcast, folks, and just loved his energy. Really nice young guy. Uh, and to see him get this opportunity, he was on the practice squad, got called up when, uh, when Kylan Hill, uh, went down, unfortunately, with that injury. And, um, he's going to have a chance to get a couple snaps, Wags, I think going forward. I was excited to see him. He looked good, limited touches, but it was, it was exciting to see him. He looks like he was shot out of a cabin, cannon. So, uh, good for Patrick Taylor. Uh, it's just nice to see some of these young guys are going to get a chance to contribute. And I think he can play some pretty good football for this team. He was really good in college. Uh, so somebody that I think some fans might not be aware of yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if in a few weeks they're going to know who this guy is because he's going to be, uh, into action here. I think as soon as next week.
0: Yeah, he is for sure. And the biggest thing with those young guys, AJ Dillon included is ball security. So yeah. if that was the only thing I'm sitting there like, just hang on to that football. Um, and they both did a good job of that, uh, for down sure. in the red zone in the fourth quarter. So, uh, kudos to them for getting the job done for sure. Um, you know, when, when you look at, uh, the, uh, production from the past game, we talked a little bit about Rodgers not maybe being super sharp. Um, Devontae Adams, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, he had an, an okay game, but not a great game for him. Um, you know, what did you think of the receivers? Because, uh, you know, um, you, like you said, they tried to get him the ball. He had seven receptions, I think 71 yards. Okay. Um, so, you know, it, it but again, didn't seem like they were necessarily totally on sync. So I don't want to put it all on Aaron. Um, What what was it about the pass game today that uh, from the wide receiver perspective that it didn't seem like uh, they were quite connecting as
1: well? Yeah, I mean, it's strange because it opened up. I was like, shoot, they might they might do something. MVS had that early early play, I was like, okay, you know, like I think we can we can do this. I think the I think the Seahawks did a pretty good job of taking um some of the their receiver play away with how they with how their defense was with kind of that too high look they did in certain situations today. But um but yeah it just it just was one of those games where they just didn't seem to be in sync, receivers included, right? It just it didn't feel like it was one of those days and the Packers ended up needing to lean on that run game second half. But I mean, anytime it's three nothing going into halftime, right? Like something's not going right on your offense, even though you've got the three. Uh, <laughs> it's just not ideal. So um I'm not sure. I, I'm going to have to look a little closer to see what was going on. There. But I will say there was just a couple of those just drive killers, right? We saw a couple drops here, or there. And you know, you get a couple drive killers, a couple drops in this league. It's going to be hard to come back from that. And I feel like it was just some of that. Was going on. There was a little bit of miscommunication as well. Uh, mentioned the DeGuara, but you could tell a couple other times they just weren't quite in sync with where Rodgers was hoping that they were going to be, and it just it was just one of those days at the office where um, they just weren't vibing off each other. And I I don't expect that to linger, you know. I don't. I really don't. Um, and I'm hopeful next week we're going to see just a, a little bit better look uh, from this. Wide yeah, receiver
0: it board. did seem like they took a, more shots downfield this week than they have in a while. They they really tried to get the vertical pass game going. First half, uh, Lazard was open over the middle, and Rogers threw it deep. And I don't know if he expected Lazard to kind of make a stop um, and settle into the zone, but he just kept going up the seam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when the, the, the ball and the receiver... Just didn't meet at the right time, so I don't know if Aaron needed to throw that sooner, if he expected Lazard to stop and settle the zone, or what was happening there. Um, he overthrew MVS on another one down the sideline, um, wasn't really open on that play, but um, that didn't connect. Um, you know, and so we, we tried some, some plays there. Um, I'm kind of laughing at, at the chat we've got going yeah, on. I'm here, seeing the this way. too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, for folks, uh, that are listening, uh, there's, uh, some chatter here. Uh, Dane's wife, uh, popped on and she's talking about the quad father mm-hmm. and, uh, that Dane ran, Dane ran a marathon today. So Dane, congratulations. Just a little segue here running a marathon, but talking about how Dane is, uh, giving. The Quad Father, uh, a run for his money. Um, I, I, sorry, Andrea, I know you're married to the guy, but uh, it <laughs> no, ain't happening. Uh, uh, it's, it's not, not happening. <laughs> um, but anyway, but no, but seriously, kudos for that. That's awesome. But, um, but what I guess I'm saying is that I think it's important that even though they weren't successful trying to test the Seattle defense vertically, for the most part, um. It's, it's important that they're, they're continuing to stress pushing the ball down the field vertically. Uh, that's been the biggest element that's been missing is that explosive, uh, play downfield from this offense this year. And I think that's the one thing that's missing. And, uh, it, it's going to happen. Uh, but you can't, you can't make it happen if you don't take some shots. And so, um, I'm, even though they didn't connect, I, I I don't know about you, Dane, but I'm encouraged that. Uh, they at least take, try to take some opportunities to push the ball downfield more vertically today as
1: well. Yeah, and maybe I'm a homer, but it felt close at times, and and, and it really does. I, and I maybe maybe not today as much, but I feel like they're going to. To your point, I think that they're going to get there. But man, I just want to get there soon uh, because we we are we are getting to a point in this um in in the season. You mentioned there's seven games left, right? So at a certain point, you are who you are in any given season in the NFL. Um, but I've just got to think that they're going to be able to be opportunistic offensively with a couple of those plays um, at some point. They're just, they, they've got too good of a talent. You know, you've got the Rodgers, you've got the wideouts. David Bakhtiari is coming back. He's going to give Aaron just that extra bit of time that he's going to need. And, and I, that really does, I think, come into play uh, for this offense. And I think, you know, a storm is coming for this Packer offense. I really do think that they're going to be close. And watch out. If they're able to hit some of those plays with this defense, watch out, folks. They're going to be, like, that much better. And they're at 8-2 and two right now, Wags. So, I mean, it's pretty exciting prospect, I think.
0: Yeah, and speaking of pass protection, I thought that was something that the offensive line did extremely well to mm-hmm. me. I, not only did Seattle only staff here on one time, uh, there were a bunch of plays that he was standing in the pocket for quite some time, uh, and uh, he was shifting around, and he had good pocket presence, as he normally does, uh, but uh, I thought they did a really good job, and again, we talked about getting the run game going, particularly in the second half. Uh, on a yards-per-play basis, the run game wasn't super effective. But it did what it needed to, right? So I think that's the most important thing. Um, you mentioned uh, uh, Newman uh, struggled a little bit at times. I I think uh, his days are numbered as a starter uh, right, exactly. as soon as, as Bakhtiari is active. Uh, so whether that's next week, a couple of weeks from now, I guess we'll have to just wait and see. But um, that's going to help too because. And and the I mean, thing is
1: with the Royce. And sorry to cut you off, but the thing is with the Royce. I think long term. He's going to be a starter in this league and very yeah, likely for the Packers. He's just a rookie and a fourth round pick. I think they threw him into this by necessity. Um, but I do think, I think, and frankly, I think Runyon probably would have looked a little bit like this last year if they threw him in that extra year has helped John Runyon just considerably. So I have a lot of uh, belief that Newman's going to be the guy, but maybe just a little bit too early, uh, too much too early. The game's a little fast right now, but it's going to slow down for Royce Newman.
0: Yeah, no, listen, I'm not trying to get down on the guy or, you know, long-term prospects. He's just a rookie. Um, He's looked fine at times, but um, it's the every down consistency that's missing. And for someone with his experience level, you kind of expect that to happen. There's things that he's not seen before uh, that defenses are throwing at him up front now. Um, so in any event, uh, that wasn't meant to be a, a negative comment, no. but I appreciate you jumping in on that for clarification. Um, Dane, I think it's time. Why don't we uh, jump into our uh, be legendary big cheese players of the week right? real quick like, oh, before we do that? Special right? teams, just yeah, because right.
1: another missed field goal, we've got to talk about it, just even briefly. Um, cause for concern with Mason. I have very little confidence right now in the kicking unit overall. Uh, every time they're coming out there. And 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 frankly, I think I'm justified in that because um, they've been missing a lot of field goals. And I'm not going to place blame at one person. Uh, it seems like every week somebody's making a mistake. I thought today should have been an easy ball for Mason Crosby to make, wasn't able to make it. So I guess the problem is, is every week if somebody's having a problem and it's still not going through the uprights, that's a problem. Um, so um, that's where I'm at in the situation right now. I'm just not comfortable with the unit when they come out there.
0: Yeah, well, Mason needs to just focus on doing his job. And I'm I, sorry to make it sound that way, but it, it seems like it's getting into his head a little bit with the snap, the hold. Um if that happens, so be it. And if that may, means that he, uh, you know, the block, the protection, all of that, if that breakdown happens, it's not Mason Crosby's fault. And he needs to understand that his job is just to go up there and swing his leg. And put the ball through the upright. And everything that's happening around him is extraneous. Uh, I get it's easier said than done. Uh Mason's been in this league a long time. He understands that too. Uh, but uh, and missed kicks happen. But you're right, it's a problem. Um, so I, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, no, uh, I don't good, either. Good news is um, uh, Amari Rogers looked pretty darn good back there this week yeah. after a tough, tough week last week. I want to give him a lot of credit, some nice returns today in, in the punt return game. Uh, so, um, you know, it's like, you know, there's got to be a good and bad with special teams every week, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, he highlighted, uh, they put Elton Jenkins on the uh, protection team yeah. this week and, uh, Crazy, but Mason Crosby was out there kicking field goals at halftime, um, which is not a no, a not is a normal, not normal. situation. Yeah. So you know he's frustrated, but um I don't know what to say. Um you know, he, he's been with this team a long time and he's paid a lot of money to do his job. And unfortunately he's not being very effective right now. Mm-hmm. Um there's there's it's not all his fault for this season as a whole. But, um, he's, he needs to be stronger between the years, uh, I think, and, and, um, uh, and step up and just make it happen. I, I, I don't mean to give him tough talk, but Dane, I don't know if you have any other thoughts on it. Because... I have no thoughts on it. I'm, I'm
1: at a loss right now, you know, on what to do there. I don't, I don't really know. And it's not all at Mason. Like I said, I think last week, um, you know, Wordle, the, the, the new long snapper now in his second game with the team had a little bit of rough go. I thought that. Um, um, Bajorquez had a hard time getting the ball down. you know, it just, it wasn't working, but I agree at the end of the day, um, it sucks, but Mason's going to have to make some field goals. I don't know how else to put it.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So, um, I, I, again, the rest of the special teams did pretty good today though. Malik Taylor had a
1: good return too, I thought. Yep. He
0: did. Yeah. Yeah. So a return game was good. Um, coverage was, was pretty good. So, um, (laughs) <laughs> protection was pretty good so everything else and Burka had a couple good punts so everything else was 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 just fine uh, but obviously field goals that was the one thing that was working great last year so it's sort of a head scratcher mm-hmm. that you know we had such a terrible special teams unit and the one thing that was good about it last year is now what's really struggling the most um so uh, I, yeah I don't know what to say but uh, let's just get the protection consistent. And, uh, let's get Mason continue to just, uh, get the reps in. And, and I think he'll be able to get it figured out. So, yeah. all right. So Dane, uh, sure. sorry to forget about special teams. I meant to hit on that. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into our big cheese players of the week. Um, and, uh, I, I, don't know for me offensively, uh, I think this is the third week in a row. I'm going to say it's AJ Dillon for me. Um, you know, he did it on the ground, 21 carries, 66 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only one that got in the end zone, uh, had a couple of nice catches you mentioned earlier. Big catch in the fourth quarter, just rumbling down the sideline, oh, breaking okay. tackles, um, and, and really, uh, just basically iced the game, uh, right there. So, um, I, I mean, what can you say about the guy? Three straight weeks for me. Really? So I don't know if you've got a different nomination or if we're simpatico on AJ Dillon.
1: Absolutely not. It's AJ Dillon. He played great football again. The quad father making an offer we can't refuse. Two touchdowns looking great yet again. Love AJ Dillon. Good choice. We're, uh, we are definitely in agreement, Wags.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So Dane, defensively, it gets a little bit harder. So. Harder. Um, I'm going to let you lead off on this one. You threw some names out earlier, maybe a whole unit. So I'm curious to see which direction you go.
1: If I have to go uh, uh, singular, I'm going to go with Adrian Amos. I thought that he um, he's the guy who makes it go, I think, back there with that defensive back group. You know what you're getting with Adrian. I talked earlier about trust. I think these DBs trust him implicitly. He is a guy who's in the right position all the time. He had an interception, could have had another one, um, but just just looks so good back there. Um, it always is in good position, allows for people like Savage to, to fly around and do what they do because you just know that Amos is going to be at the right spot at the right time. I think we can name a ton of guys because it was such a great group effort by this defense overall to limit Russell Wilson. But today I've got, I'm just going to go with Adrian Amos. Um, you know, he's a stud on the back end. He's a leader of this defense. Why not Adrian Amos?
0: I agree. And I'm just going to go with you on that one. Not only the interception. Uh, but actually, had three pass breakups. Awesome. Uh, that interception was a thing of beauty. That is not an easy catch to make. Tracking the ball, just snags it with two hands. Uh, a lot of receivers don't make that catch. Plus, he's not running under the ball. He actually is going, you know, uh, horizontally towards the football, while the receiver is coming from a different awesome. direction and snags it. Uh, and getting his feet down, knowing where he is on the field. Uh, great catch. Should have had a second interception. Darnell Savage played defense on both him and the receiver uh, to knock the ball loose. Um, he almost had another interception right at the very end of the game and, uh, had some nice tackles out there as well. So I agree. Um, uh, shout out to, uh, our, um, edge rushers today, though. Yeah. Uh, Merciless, Gary and Preston Smith all got a sack today. Uh, and I thought, uh, that five quarterback, uh, pressures or hits. Uh, as well, between the three of them. Um, so obviously, concern with Merciless and Gary getting hurt. But I thought that made a big difference, uh, particularly a couple of possessions that it looks like Seattle was uh getting into the Green Bay side of the field uh, and uh, on third down, uh, a couple of those sacks, both merciless and Gary's sacks uh knocked him out of uh position Ooh. and they ended up having to punt the ball away. Uh, so those were I think some some big, big plays. And then of course, you got to give a big shout out to Kevin King as well. Um, uh, yeah. He made the he made the catch. it counted. That's all that matters and and I thought he uh was really good in coverage today um sound tackles so two straight really really solid performances in a row for kevin king so um that's uh Ben and rasul douglas you can go on and around down the line uh these guys right. all ball but i think adrian amos is definitely definitely deserving uh, of the big cheese of the week for the defense
1: yeah i mean and that's the thing and that's that's great defense that's how it goes right is you've got you got a stud you know might have a big week but thing is with this defense wags week to week it could be a different guy every single week and that means that they're playing really good football um i agree kevin king definitely gets like an honorable mention you know our we do a little dairyland dominator performers uh, i thought that he you know definitely is deserving of that and and the edge rushers were awesome uh, as well. Um Special teams. Anybody on special teams that sticks out to you this week for Big Cheese? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I said Amari Rogers. It wasn't just one. He had two
0: really nice punt returns. So I'm going to go ahead and nominate him. Yeah. I think that's definitely deserving uh to get a Big Cheese. Uh, it's not an easy job. Uh, right. He fielded the ball cleanly, uh, even when he didn't have the returns. Uh, so I'm going to give him a shout out. It's been kind of a tough year and the return roll for Mari Rogers overall uh but he had the nice return after having some struggles last week his last punt return last week he bounced back and so i just want to i mean that shows a great response uh by him uh to struggle bounce back have a nice return before the end of that last game and then this week he had a couple of nice returns and just really did his job well back there. So I want to give him a shout out. And I think that's deserving. But, uh, Dane, I don't know if if you agree with that or if you have something. Yeah, answers. he
1: deserves it. I mean, remember a few years ago now, I'm dating myself, when folks um, wanted the Packers to cup Devontae Adams after his second year. I mean, like, give these guys a little bit of breathing room to be great. Uh, I I love, I I agree, such a big part of the football in particular is there's a mental toughness aspect to that. It is not easy to, you know, be publicly told by the head coach that like, oh, you know, I wanted to get this guy pulled and his his special teams coach wanted to keep him in for Amari to, to come back and bounce back. Says so much, I think, about his character and about his competitive nature. So, and, and you, you've got to produce in this league. And for him to be able to do that, really good for him. Really exciting to see there. Um, also want to give a quick shout out, uh, just to Tyler Davis, Packer tight end. I believe his first catch, maybe in the NFL, definitely with the Packers. Just kind of cool to see. Uh, he's a guy who came in, um, hasn't been with the team the entire year, but he's been here now for a number of weeks. Just exciting to see him get worked in a little bit as well. Offensively, he's been out there on special teams a lot, but looks like they're going to be working him in, especially with Dominic Daphne being down today with that injury, for him to get in there and pinch duty. I always like seeing the young uh, young guys contribute a little bit, so kudos to Tyler Davis for making that plan.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, Dane, any other closing thoughts? Uh,
1: otherwise, I think we're ready to wrap up on this one. Wegs, we're eight and two, man. We're eight and two. I can't believe the season's near. Like we're getting, we're getting down the stretch now, but couldn't be more excited for this team, for this unit. I like the makeup of this team, and and I mean, uh, said at the top, I'll say it again. I'm giddy tonight. Seventeen to nothing. The Packers shut out the Seattle Seahawks. How good is that?
0: Yeah, it's great. And uh, now next week we get our first crack at a hated rival uh we're going to minnesota to play play uh, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings so Ooh. it would be wonderful uh we'll talk a, a little bit about that in our preview on Thursday night but it'd be wonderful to put the final nail in the coffin of their season this week so yeah. uh hopefully this defense travels and uh we can go uh, go in there and, and uh just about clinch the division i think if we can get a win against them uh, next week
1: Wags, I'm just going to put it out there. I know this is going to be a surprise. I hate the Minnesota Vikings, and I can't wait to talk about them on Thursday because I hate the Minnesota Vikings. I'm right there with you now. So.
0: All right, folks. Well, thanks so much for joining. I appreciate you jumping on and uh, cheering along here. Um, so, as always, be legendary and go Pack Go. Go Pack Go! Every year I know we gonna go hard. We been that team ever since Bart Starr All my cheese heads, go pack, go. Ain't sure with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport, and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will say